Niagara Falls, city of wonder, city of light. A city where nature's full range of sublime power and terrific beauty are on display. From the maid of the mist to the devil's hole, from suicide point to the country's largest sect of traditionalist, mystic, psychic, hydroculturalists, there's too much to enjoy in just one day, so book a night with us and stay a while, or stay forever. It's 9.30 p.m., and everyone in Niagara Falls is sound asleep. A hot summer day has cooled to a crisp this evening. The night air feels refreshing. All is peaceful and still. It's the kind of night where sleep comes hard and fast, and some have conked out right where they were. Barbara fell asleep with the blow dryer still on. It's whipping her hair around in what could be a post-mortem glamour shot. The conjoined twins, Fuji and Todd, nodded off while building a model ship. A single piece of the Lusitania has dried in their grasp, gluing their fingers together. Then there is Mr. Apolloni, mouth agape, legs akimbo, snoring, while a documentary about bridges plays for no one on the television set. of Niagara Falls, bring it on. The Rainbow Bridge, the Whirlpool Bridge, the Suspension Bridge. From the dawn of time, these bridges have been links between borderlands and portals to freedom for all mankind. But no bridge in Niagara is more magnificent or more mysterious than the celebrated Ice Bridge, yeah! The Ice Bridge is exactly what it sounds like, a bridge of ice, formed hundreds of years ago from the rising mist of the falls freezing midair in winter, creating a walkable pathway made entirely of ice between the American and Canadian sides of the river. The most miraculous part about it is that it stays frozen all year round, no sign of melting even as these summers grow hotter. Scientists have probed it with sticks and lasers to determine what makes it stay so densely frozen. And the consensus is that it's just a miracle of glaciology and imaginative fiction. The ice bridge, with its mystical and divine qualities, is a popular destination for anyone looking to take a walk and think about life's big mysteries or to make wishes while throwing pennies or loonies into the water, or to ask questions to a starry night. The sergeant is one of these people. The ice bridge is where he goes to meditate, crack cases, or solve unsolved mysteries. And he's there tonight. He's the only one awake in this entire city, because someone has to be. He stares out, looking as far into the dark, distant night as he can, in the direction of the faint roar of the falls. He's not thinking about anything specific, just random thoughts about stuff like structure, relations, and time, mm-hmm. with the occasional fit of random laughter. <laughs> it's Thursday. He likes laughing on Thursday. It is 11.30 p.m., and everyone in the falls has just been spooked awake by disturbing dreams. 
Each dreamer dreamed a different dream, but all of them variations on the same idea. The city is faced with a great threat. Be it mega-wolves or syphilis or a big scary bat, in each nightmare a unique danger encroaches on a defenseless population. Nobody is coming to help. There will be no savior. There is no sergeant. In the dreams, it was like the sergeant just never existed. That was the scariest part. Everyone now is just awake and thinking about something they've always taken for granted. What would they do if he wasn't there? Old Jake's horses got loose, knocked over some garbage cans which caught on fire. Killer on the loose, he called himself the skeleton because he killed his victims using really old keys. The blimp was hijacked by communists who demanded a ransom of $65 worth of drugs. In all these cases, the sergeant was there. Wrangle the horses, nab the killer, or ground the dirigible. Sergeant will figure it out. Sergeant always figures it out. Reliability can create such a false sense of permanence. But the dreams felt so real, it made the dreamers feel a sudden vulnerability, a shedding of a layer of protection. It made them all face a reality the sergeant's consistency has made easy to ignore, that he is only human, except for one of his hands, which is a chimp's hand. Back on the wide, frozen bridge. The sergeant can sense someone is thinking about it. He's been blessed with certain heightened sensitivities, paranormal powers, if you will, that have made him such an excellent investigator. One of these extra senses is his ability to know when someone is thinking about him from a tingling in the soles of his feet. How are you feeling? But now the sergeant begins experiencing what it feels like when everyone thinks about him spontaneously at the same time. His feet are doing more than just tingling. They're burning his soles. Too hot for shoes. Which, side note, is also the name of his solo French horn album he put out in the 70s. The heat rises up his legs and throughout his entire body. He's emanating, all right. Emanating such a personal heat wave that it is melting the unmeltable ice. The sheet below him is getting slippery wet. No chance for traction, which could be another album title of his. No way to get himself off the bridge before, before the ground opens up underneath him. He slips right through the ice, down a hole the size of a sergeant. He manages to grab onto an icicle on the underside of the bridge, and he dangles from it, 60 feet above the mighty Niagara. Icicles are not great for dangling from, so he knows he only has a second before he's riding on rapids and being taken in by undercurrents. So he looks up through the hole in the bridge, which makes like a pinhole camera to the stars above, and he captures that sky to memory, whatever remains of it. You're going to want to see this. And then he lets go and plunges, disappearing into the water. Perishing? Not quite. More like joining. Joining the water. He is Niagara now. 
the wild river soon comes to a calm. There is no breeze, no sounds of animals. It's as if nature has gone silent in respect for what it has just received. Then, in that icy bridge between the water and the sky, the aperture in the ice slowly closes back up, and nature and supernature resume their course. The townspeople are finding themselves falling back asleep again. In hypnagogic weirdness, their worries and fears are eased by the sound of waves lightly crashing in their minds. I'll be okay, they mumble to themselves. The water will always be there. It makes no sense to them in those seconds before sleep. But they feel at peace. As long as there is the water, they will be okay. <laughs> <laughs>